0: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we've got a wonderful show with another amazing guest in studio with us. Of course, first we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham has in store for us today. First, from Mike Dooley and the universe. 10,000 years from now, your presence will still be felt, your name will still be whispered, and your goodness will still be expanding. And that's just for the stuff you've already done superstar the universe uh-huh. we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe being a little playful today with us as always yes you know we have a very limited perspective of the influence that we have on this world and our life and we really don't know you know when we Smile at a stranger, or give somebody a dollar on the street who's having a hard time or help a friend in need. We really don't know energetically how that, you know, little pebble dropping in the clear lake, how those ripples are going to fan out into the universe and what's going to happen. So uh, it's always good to hear from the universe telling us that, you know, millennia from now. Uh, What we do today and how we're being today will have a wonderful effect upon the universe still. Let's see what Abraham says today. It is really not a good idea to encourage your friends to complain about things to you. There is no value in assisting anyone to describe in detail their unhappy experiences. Abraham, ah, very different kind of quote for Abraham. Usually, Abraham focuses more on the, the the other side of the equation. But I think this is a very important quote because uh, I don't know about you, but at least for me, I was always the kind of kid that, like, all my friends would call me up and tell me all their troubles and all their problems. I was always the person because I was a good listener that people would go to complain about. But the thing is, what Abraham's saying, and it's really true. You. You don't want to encourage people to complain. You don't want that conversation to keep focusing on these things that they don't want in their lives that we don't want in our lives. Because what happens, you know, you guys know, you've heard me say this many times, when we focus on the things that we don't want, what do we get more of? The things we don't want. Where our attention goes, energy flows. And the more energy you give these things, the more you allow people to focus their attention on this stuff, the more they're going to have things to complain about in their lives. So what should you do if someone starts complaining to you? Change the conversation ask them a question that puts them into a more positive state of mind. Like, really? Oh, it's such a beautiful day today. Do you have any plans to be out in the sunny weather? Do you want to go to the park? You know, how are your kids doing? You know, how's this? How's that? You know, ask them a question about something that you know will make them feel good, will elicit a, a positive response from them. Instantly changes their state, and uh, unless they're really 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 stuck on what they're complaining about you can totally shift the conversation around so ask a good question and uh, you can totally shift that so you you guys heard this now you know the test will be next week for this week no letting your friends complain about stuff like one one or two sentences that's it then ask them a question and shift the conversation you guys got it good all right two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham today of course as you know like these are fresh from my inbox this morning and as usual they're so apropos for our guest because today I am very very pleased to welcome to the studio Monica Bennett. Monica is an empowerment coach Ooh, I love that she teaches the laws of nature of how to live in joy and harmony with yourself the community and the world she has doctorate degrees in naturopathy and is a certified reflexologist a certified Nia dancer Ooh, I know what Nia is I know someone else who used to do that and a certified biodynamic gardener oh really oh wonderful used to belong to a CSA and the farm was a biodynamic farm and that's how I learned about that She's developed um, uh, even products like a spray to balance your chakras. And she reads energetic vibrations. And, you know, she's like us. You know, she plays in those worlds of both uh, energy and and, and business. Um, she's traveled the world exploring energy and nature. And she's also recently written a book entitled How May I Serve? Memoirs of a Spiritual Waitress. And I'm very pleased to have her in studio today. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Monica.
1: Thank you so much for having me here today.
0: Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Hmm, Memoirs of a spiritual waitress. Do I sense like you used to be a waitress many moons ago?
1: Well, many moons ago, and then I went back to it after I had a horticultural business for 22 years, Ah. which is how I became a biodynamic gardener,
0: Ah. which
1: I absolutely love gardening and nature. (sighs) Me too. However, I sold the business and I went back to my sort of roots of waitressing just to, because I wasn't sure what my next was. So it was a good interim to just be out just and to kind
0: of tide you over yeah, and, and yeah get yourself See out where there. I
1: wanted to go and meet people because it's a great way to meet people and, yeah and the book came out of that experience
0: oh wonderful wonderful you know it's so great because sometimes people look at that as oh I'm like I'm going backwards in life and and it doesn't really have to be backwards you know we, we have a tendency to think like oh I've a, I'm, I'm a business owner of I'm an executive it's like oh I can't go be a cab driver or a waitress or or you know uh, a dog walker or something and it's like why not like what's the big deal we sometimes right we get caught up with these status um uh, status symbols or just statuses of a job or a title and and it's like you know what if you enjoy doing it and it serves you in the moment what's wrong with that
1: well that's so true sam it's it's all about serving and that's the title of the book Mm. how may i serve and i am serving people and whether it's serving food or uh you're a ceo of a company or Mm. you're uh holding a a talk show whatever you're doing you're serving the community and i feel like i i love being out Mm. i love people i like to explore the possibilities and my ego could have gotten in the way and saying, I can't go back. I owned a business for 22 years. I have a degree in naturopathy. I have all these things, but I wanted to go back to find out who I was. I was exploring and it was just a good way of, to find out what my next was and where I came. And from it, this book came about, which has taken me to my next. So you just never know.
0: Right, exactly. You you really, it's, I when I work with people, especially it's, it's we have such a narrow focus or a narrow perspective on life. You know, we only kind of see what's in front of us or what we've lived so far. It's really hard to see in the future and where things are going to take us. So, you know, it's really good just to be open.
1: I always love to say I navigate uncertainty with faith and courage.
0: Oh, I like that. Mm. Navigate uncertainty with faith and courage. That's good. That's good. That's a that's a wonderful tweet. Uh, too bad our intern isn't here yet. I'd have her tweet that. Um, But uh, so so I'm curious. So so obviously you love working with your hands and you love being in nature. Is is that kind of where you started? I mean, as a little girl, did you? When you used to like getting dirty? Yes, (laughs) I
1: used to love to explore. um, In my book, I I go back uh, Mm -hmm. way way back and Mm -hmm. from my childhood, and I I loved nature. I I had a farm upstate in Liberty. Oh, uh, my parents did. And I love to explore the frogs and uh, tadpoles and see them uh-huh. transform or uh-huh. or ants, ants mm. and watch them just uh, scurrying about when you see that mound of ants. Yeah. yeah. I was always curious about things like that and uh, built a tree house and pretended I was a, a pioneer <laughs> woman. So, cool. yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I love nature. I still commune with nature when mm. I take a walk and see the trees and I just love
0: and and did sort of being s- uh, surrounded by nature and being very close to nature did that kind of bring you to spirituality or what kind of brought you to be s- mm-hmm. sort of had of a strong, you know, spiritual presence in your life?
1: That's a great question it was a combination i always had a, a passion for nature i also uh, m- both my parents were holocaust survivors my mm. mom was born in munich and mm. i spent a lot of time in munich as a child uh. my granduncle owned a farm in the black forest and we would go there a oh, lot wow. and it was We didn't have anything in the house. We didn't even have toilets in the house. We had to go to an outhouse. Wow. And slowly he built running water, but Uh. at first there wasn't anything. So I fell in love with nature there. But between my love of nature and why I was born to these two parents that was so different than everybody else, I I always questioned What's my place here? Uh, where,
0: I see. where
1: do I belong? So I was really curious to find out who I was, where, why did I come from? These two people, my mom and my dad, who was they were really different. They, they, mm. there was a lot of fear base in my house, right. unconscious.
0: Of course, of course, I'm sure any survivor of World exactly. War II is going to have that in them.
1: Exactly. So I, there was a lot of um, undisgust and unbrought uh, up. Uh, what should I say, um, they both had um, uh, post-traumatic stress, stress that they never sure. dealt with. And it gets Trauma, handed yeah. down to the children because Absolutely. what you don't fix, you, your children kind of inherit. So right. so I really had to investigate my own life and that between that and my love of nature really guided me into the spirit world.
0: Mm, mm, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I just actually had a discussion this morning with somebody and we, we talked about how you know, in the end we really do choose our parents. Like, exactly. you know, we, we don't think we do We're Thinking, ah, oh, I would never pick people like this, nope. but no, we really do. Like these are the agreements, the yep. spiritual agreements that we make before we come in. Like this is the stuff I want to work on this lifetime and maybe tough and may not be easy, but it's absolutely, I totally agree. A it's yeah. a sacred
1: contract I made before I came to this earth. And I, Glad that I have these two parents because it made me so- i 'm com- so compassionate i mm. I have such a great insight into people 's feelings, and really, I believe one of my missions uh on this planet is to to help people understand that world peace is possible mm.
0: oh absolutely yeah, absolutely I agree a hundred percent it's just a question of raising the consciousness of the planet enough. Yep. And then, you know, people are just not going to be willing to participate. Um, I'm curious, just before we go to break, do you remember, was there like one, maybe not one incident, or was there like a turning point in your life when you felt like you were now either open to or like your feet were fully on the spiritual path?
1: Well, there came a point in my life where my life was just felt like it was falling apart. Ah, It was crumbling. I uh, was in a marriage that I was unhappy with. I Mm -hmm. had two small children that I was raising. I had Mm -hmm. my business. Mm -hmm. I was juggling a lot of different things in my life. And I was just not happy. I was not happy with myself and where my life was taking me. Mm. So I really had a meltdown. I was going through the dark night of the soul. Ah. And I really had to come to terms with what, what is really important what's mm. what's going to not only bring me happiness but if i'm not happy my children aren't happy sure and sure. i really had to to really understand that i i have to find my authentic self mm. and and love myself because i didn't love myself right right and, uh, and until i worked and found that sweet spot within myself
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I, i'm no use to anyone really uh, so that that was really the turning point actually my um and then my older daughter uh, had a addiction issue uh, at a young age uh, and that really took my t- myself to my knees and i decided to stay there i said uh, so i it really humbled me
0: wow wow yeah yeah yeah. having a, a big challenge like that oh yeah really uh as they say test one's faith or, oh or, or give you your faith totally wonderful okay we're gonna go for a quick break um when we come back i'd like to find out how you became a reflexologist a NIA dancer, and with a doctorate in naturopathy so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and my guest is Sonic. this hour is monica bennett and we will be right back
2: you're listening to the talking alternative network
0: Welcome back. We're here with Monica Bennett. Um, so, Monica, uh, I mean, obviously, you were very much into nature and natural stuff. But what made you decide to get uh, to become a reflexologist and, and get a doctorate in naturopathy? I mean, that's like, you know, if you were you thinking of becoming a doctor, or
1: well, uh, through my studies with horticulture, and, mm-hmm. and then I became a biodynamic gardener, and I. I'm always seeking. I'm always mm. looking and uh, exploring that my next, where am I going to go? Right. And one thing led to another, and I discovered naturopathy. Mm. And um, I took a one course in it, and I fell in love with it. I just ah. It just opened my world in so many different ways. So I went to get my doctorates in naturopathy.
0: Which school did you go to for that? I
1: went to... Um, uh, Clayton college. It was online. It's oh. no longer there. It's not like Bastille or one of the, uh, oh, okay. the ones you go to, but it was a very, uh, an excellent school, although it's not no longer uh, oh. there anymore, okay. but it was a really in-depth, um, um, course and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, degree that I received. And I just, I just consumed it. I couldn't get mm-hmm. enough. It's when you're on that path, yeah. it, it, it's like, uh, nourishment for your soul and mind so from there it took me to reflexology i just Ah. kept on moving forward and whatever called me i went i had to go in that direction so for me the the soles of the your feet are like mm-hmm. the roots of a plant, <laughs>
0: yes, yes so
1: uh, there was something that really intrigued me about being grounded and 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 your feet, so mm-hmm. I went here to the open center in Manhattan and got oh. certified as a reflexologist oh okay, and from there, I learned again uh um about my chakras, which I kind of knew before. Uh-huh. But it just came to me to develop this aromatherapy body spray, ah. and I named it Hygieia. Hygiene, and we okay. get the name Hygieia was actually, in Greek mythology, was the daughter of Asclepius, the father of medicines.
0: Ah, okay, and yes.
1: we get the word hygiene, hygiene. from Hygieia.
0: Oh, ah, interesting.
1: Yes, and that's where real health started to come from. She's right. the goddess of health. Right. And... Uh,
0: so, so, do you grow all the ingredients in your garden?
1: No, I ah. don't grow the ingredients. They're aromatherapy body oils, and I, I mix in a um, okay. in a carrier spray. So, oh, okay. but um, cool. yeah, I just love the the name Hygia. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. That's nice. Um, uh, so, after you got your doctorate degree in the naturopathy, did you? I mean, like, see people and, and kind of help them with their diets and what they were eating and nutrition and stuff like that.
1: Well. After that, I went. I also got certified for um, a life coach with Bob Proctor.
0: Oh, okay. And sure. life
1: success consultants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I use the an naturopathy with the life life um, coaching because I understood it as any modality that you choose to heal yourself, whether mm-hmm. it's allopathic mm-hmm. means or. Um, the alternative means Mm -hmm. if you don't change your mindset I believe nothing's going to help right
0: right because if you don't change the mindset you're going to still create the same patterns over and over again exactly exactly
1: exactly so that's why I, I, I don't practice naturopathy. I practice the life coaching and incorporate ah,
3: a lifestyle
1: see. changes in foods and diet and nutrition and incorporate it with the with the coaching. So right. I kind of meshed the two together. So, so
0: how many years have you been doing life coaching now?
1: I've been doing this for nine years. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: nine, nine's a magic number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the number of completion, right? Yes. Cool. So, so what do you enjoy about being a coach?
1: I enjoy being of service and, uh, really seeing the transformation in a person for them to become aware and Mm. getting that light bulbs that start to, to come into their awareness and to really see the transformation that can occur in someone's life because their past doesn't define them. And it, and I'm a perfect example because if you read my book, uh, from where I came from to who I am today, I'm completely transformed. Yeah and yeah. anybody can transform their lives mm-hmm. whether and and you said with the earlier it's it's where you come from doesn't define you it's it's what you think if you're going to complain about something as um, you were reading earlier
0: right, from the quote of the day yeah
1: you're going to attract more of that so exactly. so why not think thoughts that are empowering and right. going to help you create the future to something that you really desire rather right. than what you don't want it, it right. makes perfect sense
0: yeah absolutely so, so you've been doing this nine years now i imagine over those nine years you've seen maybe certain patterns or certain common things that most people deal with i mean what, what would you say are like the top three things that majority of people come to see you for
1: well, it's to uh, change. They mm-hmm. they're stuck, oh,
0: okay. and they
1: and uh, they're stuck in a in a mindset that mm-hmm. they feel that they don't know how to change, how to break free of. Ah. And um, I did some study in neuroscience, and I understand it's it's the neural pathways we become mm-hmm. hardwired to the same patterns, right. and we repeat those patterns over and over and over. People say, "Why can't I just get past this?" I. It seems like it's <laughs> I always. Repeat these things, but right. look, first of all, look what you're saying. Right. You know, people say the same things over and over again, expecting right. different results, <laughs> and right. it's not going to work right. that way. Yeah. So, you really have to prune those neural circuits. So you have to, um, I believe, go into a, a calm state, an alpha state. That's the, really one of the only ways to change is to calm the mind, because when you're in high beta, mm. which is you're alert or you're in an anxiety which you're really in high beta right. you're really reinforcing those neural pathways right. and going to create create that same pattern over and over again so right. you have to calm those neural pathways down calm the circuitry down in the right. brain right. and it's sort of like pruning a, a bush or a tree right. right and then rewire and it's the same thing with nature and that's why I love the car, the relationship oh. with nature and and the uh, understanding of the mind, because it's right. the same, same thing. thing.
0: Right. It's all the same.
1: It's it's the same thing. I mean, if you look at science, you look at nature, you look at how a light bulb works. You have your negative, you have your positive, and you have the conductor between. And what's the conductor in our world mm-hmm. is, um, I believe it's your adversities.
0: Right. Your challenges. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: They're neither negative or positive. They're just there. Right. Now, if you want to change your life you're going to have to use those adversity to brighten your life right if you use the negatives and stay on that side you're gonna burn out really quick
0: right so it's kind of like again going back to analogy of a plant right if you if you tilt it towards the sunlight it's going to grow in that direction if you put it in the dark it's going to wither and die you know so so you need to uh, to be sort of uh careful and, and guided with the direction or as i like to say your focus exactly. and where you're going towards
1: that's that's a great example and that's so true it's uh you really have to understand and it's probably the hardest thing to do is to consciously think thought after thought after thought because right. going on a physical diet can be tough right. but a mm-hmm. mental diet is a lot tougher uh, oh yeah oh yeah it's a lot tougher to think only thoughts that are going to lead you into the direction that you want to go to it takes discipline and right. it's a very high level of awareness right. so i i really teach people and empower them to understand these laws laws to help them move forward so they mm. can overcome whatever they believe is holding them back and let the laws of the universe to Come through us, because right. it's there through Abraham studies, we know that right. we're we're creating the blockages, right. And if right. we get ourselves out of the way and just allow these things to happen, so much great and good things come to us.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. What kind of resistance... Do you find people sometimes are resistant to this idea, resistant to the idea of like, oh, I have to, you know, just changing my thoughts is going to change my world? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: if If you're not on this path and you haven't learned and studied and been a student of this mindset people are skeptical and right. that's okay mm-hmm. I, i'm skeptical in a lot of things too i i need sometimes i need scientific proof right. to back things up i like science mm-hmm. and now science does back up spirituality with, with with science it's it's a known fact now that yeah. uh that science and spirituality are one and of the same yes we're we're getting to know more and more in quantum physics you know you can be a wave of Mm
2: -hmm. possibilities
1: Mm -hmm. or you can condense into a particle and really uh be Mm. more matter which will create more dis-ease in the body when when you hold on to things but if you're open and aware and free and enlightened you become that wave of possibility right. that it, like in quantum physics you can be anything do anything you want
0: right 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 exactly exactly it's a wonderful analogy right until you we you decide to put your focus on something and then you say okay so we collapse the wave function down to this particular particle because in this instant this is what we want to manifest at this time that's right right but you know just because we did that once at this time doesn't mean we can't then open back up again and come back up to the wave and say okay let's let's uh, take a perspective, let's take a breather, and let's see what we want to do next. Yes. Wonderful, yes. wonderful. Um, have you seen a difference in the kinds of clients who are coming to you over the nine years? Are, are people dealing with the same kinds of issues they were dealing with when, they, when you first started practicing this? Or, or do you see just kind of a, a, a shift or, or, or in, in terms of like a general way, not in specific
1: well, I I see more and more people more stressed. Uh, there's a there's a lot more stress. There's a lot more confusion in mm. people's lives. We're being bombarded with way too much information yeah, today, constantly. And it's it's learning how to be playful, learning how yeah. to tune out, learning how to really enjoy the present moment. This mm-hmm. is this is all not new stuff, but for somebody who's not. Right always conscious of this they're always in the future which is creating the anxiety or right. the depressed which is creating um, living in the past right. and for them to really be present in the moment people are using prescription drugs or right. street drugs or right. too much alcohol too much food shopping all these addictions mm-hmm. we're living in a world of distraction Oh yeah, and, uh, and addiction and it's being reinforced by society right. So I'm a firm believing of less is more, just uh, right. tuning out a little bit, taking right. time to meditate, breathing, right. learning how to breathe properly. I just yeah, ask people to learn how to breathe.
0: Absolutely. And, and do you find that like t- technology has just exacerbated the, this whole condition more? Because I find you know, people are almost slaves to their technology rather than allowing the technology to serve them.
1: That's that's true. That's very true. I I can be on the subway or the train and I count how many people are on their cell Cell phones phones or computer or hooked up in some way. And uh, and the younger generation, it's um, I'm finding and from what I've heard is using your hands are such a means of creating uh, Mm. and 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 such a pathway to the brain and the mind for creation. And More and more kids are losing that tactile ability, that touch, that feeling a touch through just swiping an iPad or or uh, really not losing the feeling of something
0: oh so like not having a physical book in their hands and yes. turning pages yes oh. and
1: even uh the blocks or mm. or learning in in with your hands pottery anything that you can right. do with your hands right, right, right. is that tactile that touch is so important for our minds and and brains to develop
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: so yes that's that's a good point so so that takes us away from the nat- natural world. Right. And the more we distance ourselves from the natural world, the more we become distant from ourselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, time for us to take another quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll maybe talk about um, maybe some tips for our audience of, you know, how they can deal with some of that technology overload and, and how, do, to, how to get back to nature and incorporate it into a daily lives so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant Now awakening humanity and we'll be right back
2: you're listening to the talking alternative network Hi, this is Rob K. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself?
1: Well, then you have come to the right place because the Rob and Callie show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone. And now we're bringing it to the radio.
2: So tune in and call in live Wednesdays 8 to 830 on talkradio.myc. And
1: that's Eastern Standard Time. So join us.
0: And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we're talking to Monica Bennett. Um, So, Monica, you were talking at the end of last segment about working with your hands and how, you know, like being in nature and how the younger generation is kind of losing that because everything is on the phone or an iPad or a computer screen. And so, uh, one thing that I learned recently from visiting this um, place upstate New York where an integrative doctor has his practice now is he talked about the importance of working working with your hands in the dirt. And he said, you know, one of the reasons why farmers tend to be very healthy is because there are actual probiotics in the soil, the bacteria and the enzymes in the soil. And when you work with your hands in the dirt, it gets kicked up and you end up breathing it in. And the stuff is so fine and so light that you actually breathe it in and you take it in and it actually helps with your digestion mm. and it helps with your body's ability to sort of process food and stuff just by working with your hands in the soil.
1: Oh, that's a great, great point. Yes, it's so true. Soil is alive. Yeah. And it has billions of micro or trillions of microorganisms in there right. and the healthier the soil the healthier we are right. unfortunately today soil has been stripped through yeah. uh, through inorganic processes and uh, inorganic fertilizers however working with your hands in soil that's great therapy yes. because it does those probiotics we become so sterile and all these, uh, what do you call those anti-this, anti anti-that, anti-those um, uh, cleaners that we use all the oh, time. Oh, and
0: uh, disinfectants. Disinfectant. And, They're and, really and more Antibacterial and, right. disinfectants. Right. right,
1: right, right. That's what it is. Right. They're really doing more harm. Then they are good, right we absolutely. need certain amount of um, bacteria to keep right. our gut healthy
3: right exactly. and,
1: and uh yes, there are, are a lot of germs out there, and we'd need to wash our hands when we mm-hmm. we we, we uh, do a lot of things, but the soil, that healthy soil, when you put your hands in there and and smell it yeah. and feel it, the yeah. texture and and really absorb that into the skin that there there's a symbiotic relationship between that soil that earth and who we are the planet is very similar to to us as individuals and people and the more we can understand that similarity and incorporate as i said before that nature into our lives it calms our spirit it calms our body and it Mm -hmm. calms our mind it it does so much good that it is um i i believe that's one of the disassociations that why we are so fragmented in Mm. the in this world and uh it's an important part of incorporating back into our world and to understand that we need nature nature will go uh-huh. on without us and we'll right. destroy ourselves.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the earth is going to survive. It's humanity that, that that's, yep. that's in trouble. So I guess that's tip number one is like do more stuff to get back to nature. And yes. I'm a big believer in that. I'm like I'm, I love house plants. I mean I mm. before I got married I had a whole jungle in my apartment but she made me clean up a lot of it. <laughs> but, um, but you know because cause if you have house plants I mean eventually they grow you have to repot them and you need to get your hands dirty. So it's like even if you're in the city and in an apartment, and even if it's dark, you can yep. get house plants that survive on low light. Yep. You know, so that'll be you know tip number one is do something with nature. What's tip number two?
1: Tip number two is um, I said before is the breathing.
0: The breathing, yes.
1: Just when you're in a tense situation, or even when we're exercising, we have a tendency mm-hmm. of holding our breath. Right. And holding our breath uh, creates a lot of that stress in the mind. And in the brain. And you start to go into that high beta again. And anything to calm those neural pathways, to calm the brain so you can get down more into an alpha state, the more healing takes place in your body. Uh, When you go really down into that alpha and not into deep sleep, but just alpha, you mm -hmm. you get there right before you wake up or right before you go to sleep. And and you do self-suggestion uh Auto ah, suggestion. Ap- uh-huh. suggestion that's the best time for it to sink into the subconscious mind ah. and to really change patterns that are occurring so that is a great tip is to is to breathe and to calm down the mind mm-hmm. and get into that alpha state as much as possible if you're sitting on a train if you're stuck right. in traffic you just a couple of deep breaths right. and just relax your mind relax yourself and really calm yourself down
0: right right yeah i mean it's even something just you know if you're sitting at your desk in the middle of the day just uh, take a break uh, I had one guest said you know like five minutes every hour exactly. just take a break and just you know remember to breathe deeply and reconnect with your breath mm. like that's how we bring ourselves back into the present moment is by by focusing on the breath
1: so true and the third suggestion i would say is when we are stuck when we're frustrated when we're feeling tense or anxiety stop what you're doing put on some music that you like and move your body Mm. i'm a firm believer that we live in an ocean of motion everything in quantum (laughs) physics moves right so the more you can circulate and get you at the flow of energy moving change it up if you're writing if you're you're stuck on a project <clears throat> stop what you're doing turn on something and and change the energy mm. just stir it up move it around shift it do right. anything to 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 break up whatever is creating the 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 feeling of being stuck
2: right. and
1: and you'll feel so much better there, there'll right. be a shift in energy right. a shift in perspective Mm-hmm. and you can go back to what you're doing and you have a new outlook on on what's going on and and it creates a a, a peacefulness within you because Your cells have been oxygenated with that energy.
0: Yes, yes, no, absolutely. That's so, so important, right? I mean, uh, what is emotion, right? Someone say energy in motion. So you're feeling high emotion, go out for a run. That's right. Uh, You know, move the body. You know, the body holds all this energy. If you want to help work it out, Mm -hmm. you know, move, you know, get that working. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Um, so I'm curious, your book is How May I Serve? Why is service so important?
1: Why is service? Because if you're depressed, if you're feeling bad about your life, for me, I know, and I know for Many people being mm-hmm. of service, helping somebody else, is the best way to fe- start to feel good.
0: Uh-huh. What okay.
1: get out of yourself and right. help somebody else? Right. It, you, you're saying early if you just you don't know what that ripple effect will be if you just right. give a dollar to somebody who is in need or uh, a a word of encouragement right. or. That's a small thing, or mm-hmm. or volunteer mm-hmm. if, if you don't know what to do, or if you feel like you're stuck. Waitress, clean yeah. streets, do mm. anything yeah. to get out of your own way. We our egos prevent us from from being of service because we feel that's below us.
0: Right, but right. nothing's
1: below us. You don't know where it will okay. take you. you, right. you exactly. never know what something or what that service will do to take you out and open up the world of possibility it's getting out of our own way right. and allowing the universe to expand right. for us
0: like i remember some friends of mine who just got tired of the usual thanksgiving tradition and what they mm-hmm. started to do was to go volunteer in a soup kitchen every thanksgiving and they said it's the most fulfilling thing mm-hmm. that they've ever done you know and they f- you know feeding you know the homeless poor people and all of a sudden they had the real meaning of thanksgiving like they really felt like they had so much more to be thankful for um so sometimes kind of turning things around and it's like instead of stuffing yourself and watching (laughs) football and sitting on the couch and being a couch potato like go out and be in service in some way
1: it feels so good
0: yeah it
1: it it, there's nothing like it than to be of service to me when i'm serving people and Mm. really uh providing something that's beneficial
3: Mm -hmm.
1: i get such a joy out of it and then Mm -hmm. when i get the feedback uh people tell me how how it has helped them that's just a reaffirmation to know that i'm on my path Mm -hmm. uh and even if you don't it's just knowing that you're doing something and you're you're um making a significance hmm. in in your life and eventually, hopefully, uh, leaving a legacy of, of service yeah, in yeah. some way.
0: Um, so you mentioned how your book kind of came out of your experience as a waitress. Uh, I mean, you didn't start becoming a waitress uh, with the intention uh, of writing a no. book. Well, what What kind of gave you the spark or the idea of like, hmm, why don't I take these experiences and write this book?
1: That's a great question. I always felt I had a book in me and Mm -hmm. so many people tell me the same thing oh I have a book in me yes it's sitting down and writing and of course (laughs) however my my story uh like many other uh women who um I have come in contact with says find so many similarities. Even men find mm-hmm. so so many similarities between my story because it's a memoir. I go back into my parents' age of when mm-hmm. they were in Germany and the war. Right, and right. and uh, so it goes back in time. However, um, my life and my struggles are mm-hmm. no different really than everybody else's. We all struggled basically right. with the same things. Right, yeah. And by putting it out there, it's helping other people understand that they have the same things are going on in their life. They're not alone, that we right. all have these same uh, archetypes or same. Uh, we might have a little right. different archetypes. But basically, right. We're we're very similar as uh, uh, humans. We have differences and we're very similar at the same time.
0: Yeah, I had, um, you know, a long time ago, probably about a year or two after I started the radio show and took over the station, I got a call in the middle of my show about this uh, fellow from New Delhi, India and I'd been talking, I was supposed to have a hostage negotiator on in England, but then he never called in because some emergency came up, so he couldn't call in. So I was talking all about negotiations in my show, and I talking about how you know sometimes just negotiating with your kids to be present during a meal and put their phones away can be an issue and some guy calls up from from new delhi india saying you know i have that exact same (laughs) issue my kids are always on their phone we're trying to get them to put the technology away it's hard to get their attention and i'm just like floored that somebody literally from halfway around the world is dealing with some of the same issues that people are dealing with right here in new york city
1: yeah, we we all have uh, we all want the same things. I, I right. mean, we might want different things, but we all have the same needs. We need we right. want hygiene. We want clean water. We want to have a a fa- healthy family. Right. We want to progress in our lives. We want to have uh, the means to do that. Right. Uh, we go about it in different ways, but a, but a lot of the struggles that I had. Um, as I said, women would read the book, mostly women, because I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a woman, Mm. and they would say, oh, my God, I went through the same thing, and I can't believe this is so similar, and I've done this, and I've done that, and and I said, I know. Well, that's why I put it out there, because (laughs) it's helping them to understand that uh, they're not alone, that there is help out there, because it's intermeshed with with inspiration and self-help as well as a memoir of my life
0: okay so so but was there some little thing but just quickly before we go to break some little thing that that like gave you the idea of like oh i should put these experiences into a book
1: I'm not sure. It was just something that I had to do. Just Again, just kind of came to yeah. You when afterwards. I w- when I have that calling, I just move in that direction.
0: Oh, okay, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so time for us, believe it or not, take the last commercial break of the show. Um, when we come back, we'll uh, talk about um, hmm. Uh, about you know kind of better ways to kind of get through our lives and pay how to pay attention to the energy of the situation so everybody please stay tuned you 're listening to the conscious consult now awakening humanity and we'll be right back
2: you are listening to the talking alternative network Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. talkingalternative.com
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Monica Bennett, empowering coach, uh, naturopath, reflexologist, and author. <laughs> um, uh, so, so Monica, I mean, obviously you've worked with a lot of people over the last nine years as a coach, and, and even before that with the plants. Um, and, and, and obviously you understand about the chakras and the energy systems of the body. What can people do just on sort of a daily basis to help them with their energy or even just to notice their energy and mm-hmm. where they go? Because, right, sometimes like we're confronted by certain people and there are certain patterns or there are certain types of people or things that happen and it just causes our energy to shrink or expand or get agitated or, or off centered or stressed out
1: yeah well the first thing is to become aware of the feelings what mm-hmm. what what are you feeling when you're in touch with the uh, the person who might be agitating you mm-hmm. um what does that feel like um mm-hmm. and and where does it feel like in the body try mm-hmm. try to really pinpoint and be conscious of what's going on uh okay. i become very sensitive to to people's energy so uh, when, when i feel a little off i really feel that in my body and mm-hmm. I tr- move away from that situation of person a- as mm. quickly as I possibly can. Sometimes okay. it's difficult when yeah. they're family members. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's when you really have to practice neutrality. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes. Uh, however, when it's uh, un- somebody you're working with or, um, uh, or if you're out or that negative person who's uh, just seems to be in your space, Really, just protect yourself uh, by uh, sensing that that energy is there, and really going within your body and just just feeling what's going on, and just stay neutral to it. Uh, you mm. don't have to absorb that energy; it's right. it's not yours, and you don't have to own it. Right. So, really, uh, be conscious of the thoughts that you are thinking, mm-hmm. what what you're feeling, mm-hmm. and and then as quickly as you possibly can, move away from the person mm-hmm. and distance yourself don't own it the minute you absorb that energy then then you start to get uh, mixed up in it and then it will you'll attract more of it
0: right absolutely yeah that's so important not owning it it's it's uh uh, i hear people talk about that healers when it comes to like diseases like when you say i have cancer i have diabetes that means you're owning uh, this issue and then you have it right but if you say my body um has a condition that appears to be cancer right. it's a different story
1: right you can just say i've been diagnosed with yeah. uh, something been
0: diagnosed with right the symptoms that indicate
1: exactly right. but yes the minute you say i have or i am those are right. very strong powerful affirmations that yeah. you're incorporating in your cell tissue and right. uh that's, that's not empowering. Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Do, do you have any like daily spiritual practices that you do to kind of help you to keep, you know, aligned and in touch with yourself and, and in a more positive uh, frame of mind?
1: Oh, yes. I, I need to do those things every day. I write 10 things every day, which I am happy ah. and grateful for. Oh, ah, Wonderful. I am so happy and grateful now that because in the present mm-hmm. moment is really important to right. to be it now because it's creating Mm -hmm. and again that i am affirmation Mm -hmm. is so also powerful i like to be barefoot summer winter at oh. some point just to connect that energy with being grounded again i'm very much into the soul and did
0: and you see the movie grounded no Oh, it's this wonderful movie this guy in alaska saw somebody talking about grounding unto the earth yeah and he started like getting some grounding sheets and started teaching people in his town mm-hmm. and like there were people having all these problems and like by the end of the summer like like, uh, literally 90% of the town was, like, so much healthier wow. just from walking barefoot in the soil. It's so
1: true. I do that.
0: Yeah.
1: Keep your feet on the ground, and as much as possible, Nia Dance has done barefoot.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that I didn't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, yeah. We do it barefoot.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: that's for that, uh, getting the the feeling again, the, the, oh. the tactile feeling with your feet onto the earth oh. to keep connected. Right. And then I want to be connected spiritually, so I do meditate every day. Okay. And what else do I do? I'm very conscious of my diet, of course. Of course. Um, I'm starting to eat even less and less, um, and understanding mm. the the um, that um, um, getting my energy more, this, especially this time of year from the sun. <laughs> I yeah, love the sun, yes. and I love the warm weather, yeah, and just being outdoors more, and just staying in appreciation of yeah. of and being grateful for so much. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we have so much to be grateful oh for. I mean, especially, you know, in this time, a lot of people think, oh my God, the world's falling apart, it's so violent, so this, it's so that, but the truth is if you look at the studies uh, You know, based on the population and people, the world is the safest it has ever been. It is the least violent it has ever been. It is the most prosperous it has ever been. Um, There is so much to be grateful for just about being alive at this time in history. I mean, it just feels so much worse because we have access to the information so much more than we ever did before you know so before we just didn't know what was going on in the village next to us now we know what's going on in a little village halfway around the world i mean it's crazy but things actually are much better than they ever were
1: it's true i mean there is a lot of negative and horrible stuff going on in the world but we live in a world of polarities as much as there is negative there is that much positive as well so so it's what again what you focus on right and that's going to expand so if you want to focus on all the bad things in the world world and read the newspapers and all the horrible things well you know what your world's going to go in that direction but if you focus on and appreciate what's good in the world that's going to expand and Mm. why not expand in a beautiful world
0: right exactly it's so much yeah
1: more fun absolutely
0: absolutely (laughs) so 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 what do you feel the future holds for monica bennett
1: oh my gosh it's a world of possibilities i see uh a lot of good things coming
0: any any fun projects you're working on you'd like to share with the audience
1: <laughs> well i'm working on writing another book oh cool so you have a
0: working title
1: well, I'm, I'm, I'm heading toward that faith navigating, faith, navigating uncertainty with faith and courage. Oh, okay. Because life is, um, you, it can be uncertain. Right. And uh, I talk to so many people and there are a lot of distress in their life. But if you have the faith within yourself, and it's not a religious faith, it's a faith, right, the belief right. of knowing yeah, that yeah, yeah. you'll always be okay.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: That the universe is there as a, 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 a it's a friendly universe mm-hmm. and not an a, a, a adverse universe. Right. It's it's helping us. Yeah. So that's the faith and courage is to take the action to move right. forward. Right. So that's that's my next project. And uh, what else? I. I. Plan to do some more traveling i just came back mm. from singapore and uh Wonderful. i was out in california so i always am um, traveling about always and
0: heading somewhere huh? yeah
1: it's always heading somewhere and uh yeah. just continuing on my journey of uh staying in the moment mm. and uh being of service
0: wonderful wonderful well thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to oh, come in studio you. today monica it was a pleasure having you here if if people want to learn more about you or find out where, where can they find you
1: yes uh, my website is monica.bennett.biz, b-i-z mm-hmm. and uh, i write blogs once a week two blogs once a week so i have a mm-hmm. newsletter so you can find that wonderful. all on my website and you can contact me, uh, my, the, te- what's ahead. That? my yeah, I mean
0: through the website or the contact form or email or yeah, my phone.
1: email is, uh, positive Monica at yahoo.com.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: And my phone number, if you'd like, is five one six two nine seven zero six seven two.
0: And and you work w- with your coaching clients. I'm assuming you work virtually, so you can work with people literally around the world oh, via Skype and yep. everything. Yep, Skype, yeah, Google Hangouts. We have a very international audience, so that's wonderful. Letting them know you can you can help them no matter where they are around the world.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Oh,
0: wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Monica. Thank you. Really Sam. appreciate it. And. Um, uh, you know I'm I'm sure there'll be more flowers blooming (laughs) in your garden soon yes oh
1: herbs flowers vegetables they're all coming up
0: wonderful wonderful okay well thank you for for being here Monica and of course thank you our loyal listeners wherever you may be listening from we appreciate your continued support and uh, appreciate uh, all of you uh, tuning in Uh, next week oh good question who do I have coming up next week I don't know I have to look at the calendar but have i ever let you down have i ever given you a bad show haven't i had great guests of course you know i'm going to have someone wonderful just remember it's our new day of the week we're on thursdays now not mondays at 12 noon so thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next week
2: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now.
3: Hey, all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talking alternative with very reasonable rates interested simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Talking alternative.